Okay. This is the Average Fellas Podcast. I hope you got your coffee ready. Let's talk some business. I had a vision of success and where I wanted to be. And I had never, I had never owned my own business. I had never worked for myself. And when I was ready, I told him, you know, I'm sorry I had to leave your company, but I need to start my own, my own dream. Because it's a business. We're a business too. Right. Like, invest in yourself. You know, don't, don't just... I mean, they replaced the refrigerator with, like, one of those fancy coffee makers. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Average Fells Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California, on another beautiful Monday morning, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, Monday morning. Hey, drop by the website, www.averagefells.com, for your specialty craft roast coffee. That's specialty craft roast coffee with notes of honey, fig, and tobacco. The stuff is primo. I promise you, you're going to love it. And if you need a simple graphic or if you need some help designing your website, let us know. We can help you out with that kind of stuff. All right, guys. Well, we are back with the Monday chats, and I'm excited to get into this episode, guys. Hey, got that all done in less than a minute. Super fast. <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed with myself every time I do that, guys. But we're back with this conversation uh, with the fellas here. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to get in this chat again. We're talking about uh, web traffic strategies and web presence and just sort of kind of throwing some things at each other. Uh, some co- conversation that's been going on for a couple of weeks now. And I'm uh, joined with uh, Daniel and Mark. What's going on, guys? Let's start here with Mark. What's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, not too bad. Um, you know, living the dream. <laughs> there you go, man. Hey, man, that's all we could ask for these days. <laughs> How about you, Daniel? Man, how you doing? I mean, I gotta, I gotta second that. Yeah, living the dream on another Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Just another man. Wait, that's manic. I was gonna say magic. Well, that didn't work. My bad. I don't, it feels a little manic and a little magic. So I'll take the there, remix. There you go. So um, I'm excited to kind of get in this conversation. I want to um, pick up the conversation and then we're talking about web traffic and like web strategies that just kind of putting things out there from a content creator, um, data analysis and, uh, you know, Google uh, um, growth marketing. Um, right. Is that right? Or Google digital growth marketing. What am I talking about? I mean, but effectively what I do is I'm a little slave for Google that Google doesn't have to pay. Okay, there you go. <laughs> at a point, right, they, they own so much of the, the online ecosystem, at least the, the more popular channels. So at a certain point, you're really just working for Google. Right, <laughs> right. No, that's, that's true. So um, I just kind of want to jump back into the conversation and uh, give somebody a shot. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to, like, start it off or not. Um, it's up to you. Uh, Mark, if you want to bring some, you want to start the conversation off today? Yeah, sure. Um, I was doing a little bit of follow-up from the last time we talked, and um, really I just kind of wanted to pick Daniel's brain about uh, keywords and phrases, but strategies for um, basically coming up with your topic buckets. So my my idea was that, you know, you, and from what I was reading, that you want to take keywords that you see you're already getting um, found for, right? Mm -hmm. And then you want to basically build your topics based on specific keywords and phrases rather than the reverse of trying to topic first and then add in all of the details, all of the keywords. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I think uh, definitely the first step with sort of keywords, unless you're starting from absolute ground zero where you don't have anything um, is to sort of audit where you're at and to dig in and see like where you're getting as much traffic as you can. Um, like Google search console is a great place for that. Um, like I'd mentioned just before, I'm a bit of a Google slave. So if all the systems I mentioned 
are very Google heavy. That's just, that's my life. Um, if there's a better, different way to not become just Google's little servant person, um, please let me know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I say that like I'm being held hostage. It's actually fantastic. The Google systems are wonderful. Um, I really enjoy digging through them uh, more than the average person. But um, so, yeah, I think you start with figuring out what people are finding you for. Um, and there will just be some natural, like, uh, evolution there, I think, just with whatever you're doing. So uh, we'll just use the average fellow's coffee um, because that's an easy one. And if we can say average fellow's coffee at least 100 times during this podcast, we should because that yeah. coffee is delicious. <laughs> average fellow's coffee. So, average fellow's coffee. <laughs> yeah, average fellow's coffee. Um, so, like, you're never going to escape, like, coffee. Um but if you for keywords, but if you want to dig into that a little more, is it like craft coffee or craft coffee or craft roast or roasted coffee or local coffee? Because um, coffee, chances are everyone is fighting for coffee. Like coffee has got to be a blood sport of a keyword. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> like I'm sure, like you must rank on page like a thousand because there's so much damn coffee yes. um, for just that word. But once you start getting a little more specific, um, and you can figure out what attributes and what words within that are tying tightly to your brand and what you're trying to get done um, so that whatever people are searching those and get the average fellow served up to them on the first page probably hopefully above the fold because people are lazy I don't even even the bottom page of Google is like the fourth page of Google you know it's like yeah. no man's land like why um, it's yeah. crazy to think how entitled to information we feel as users and then when we're trying to do it as creators we're like Come on, go to the second page. Do it. Do it for me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Please, God. It's like, because yeah, if you're ranking anything off the first, um, you might get some traffic, but it's it's just hard to count on it. Um, so I think, really, just starting with that audit and being honest with yourself, like, okay, what are the keywords I would like? What am I ranking for? Okay, now what can I actually start counting on in my weight class? Like, okay, this if I stack ten keywords that have only like 300 search volume, it'll probably be a less competitive field. Um, and if you stack 10 of those, now you might have, you know, 3,000 searches a month. Um, so I think it, it is being realistic, but also you can't lose coffee. You know, you're going to have to do that. <laughs> it's it's, I, a, it's such a weird thing because I, I kind of like add on to that little bit that Daniel was talking about there. In the, this video I made of like web traffic, web city, like 2.0 video I made on YouTube, I talked about the cities of tea and coffee or the, the towns, the city tea and coffee where I can't rank for them, yeah. but I rank for average fellows coffee. And then that ultimately funnels back to average fellows podcast, right? Or average fellows. So yeah. I kind of like made this distinction of like, how do I play in the coffee zone and the coffee area? Like that game is a little bit different on social media. There is a little bit of like, you know, you can swing you can kind of swing at that a little bit in social media, but like for Google, it's a little bit different. I can't rank for that. So I started doing was like, it was using a blog to produce keywords or to like get Google to recognize keywords on location and that it's craft roasted coffee or that it's small batch roasted. Right. So I was kind of like in those markets, but also with location. So it's, I've been trying to like create that kind of content, to branch out around coffee or to some somehow associate coffee with average fellows coffee. Right. So it's, it's, yeah. it's becoming a weird like thing of like learning the keywords, but like also trying to produce content that I can, I can track the keywords on 
and then see which mm-hmm. ones are responding better in my local area to get better local results, which has been a whole new game, which I've learned from these conversations that we've been having, guys, just to put that yeah. back out there. So there we go. Well, yeah, Zach, I, I think I love the city metaphors and the like getting people to your party metaphors and all that <laughs> stuff really does make it feel tangible. And I, I love that your concept of digital place has sort of evolved into a concept of literal and digital place. Yeah. Sort of coming together um, as a way to, I don't know, bring the map together in, in a cool way. Like, I, I think that's been some of the most fun stuff we've, we've talked about over over the last couple of conversations. Yeah. I, just to build on this, too, I actually, before we were talking, I, I drew a little scale and I have town versus city. Right. And like mm-hmm. you can be the mayor of the, I don't know, coffee grounds coffee. town. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you're going to break number one. Right? Nobody. But that's probably because nobody's searching for it. So it really seems like there's a balance between like, do you want to live in the city where you're going to be on the fifth page, but still get visibility? Or do yeah. you want to be <laughs> like, you know, number one for have for owning that word? I, I'm just so curious about what that balance looks like. And I think the city analogy is great. It's almost more like, you know, paying for a lease on a building in a, in a city versus like being a mayor of, you know, uh, a town. Yeah. Um, and I think, Part of it, sort of keep on with Zach's example, is finding, uh, by using like average fellows and coffee together, you know, the search volume might not be high, but as you start to bridge out and more people start to discover who you are, um, and it, like, if you can drive sort of uh, interest in a way that will drive up your, your volume, um, that is a whole nother approach. If you're just like, you know, I am going to dig into my sort of branded keywords. And now I'm going to just like pump like crazy. Like I'll go for ads, you know, maybe just impressions, not even for clicks, just so people start seeing it in the world. Um, And if you're trying to keep it local to like Riverside, you know, you could just run those ads either through social or through Google or or through wherever, um, just for like a small region. So you really can sort of shrink down and like, you know, when you could become the coolest guy on your floor in that apartment building, or maybe the coolest guy on the block, you know, slowly build that rep, um, is definitely a way to do it is, is by really, because none of it's going to be complete magic, but it's, it's just helping yourself win those battles that you can win. And some of those things are just, I'd imagine differentiators because you talk to some people about this and they have no idea what it is. Um, it's like keywords. Why would you do that? Um, I want to rank for these five things and it's coffee and it's buy my coffee and number one best coffee. Um, (laughs) And it's like, Oh yeah, that's great. Uh, How much money do you have? Um, Okay. None. Okay. Then no, you don't get to have that. (laughs) But back to what you were saying about keyword research. um, There are some really great tools. I had also sort of looked this up before this, this call. So if you see me staring off at a different screen, that's what I'm doing. Um, And most of it, like once you get into the, the keyword ecosystem and you start looking it up and researching what you can do, once you do it once, you don't really need, like, obviously it'd be great to do it every month or every week to keep auditing it. Right. But, you know, all these programs are pretty expensive. So there's like Moz, M-O-Z um, dot com. You can look up and get a free trial for um, and just do all the work you need to do and then create a new email address next time to do it again. Like these systems are expensive like if you don't have a company paying for them like i can't get my company to pay for sem rush it's like 300 dollars a month it's magic but it's 300 yeah, that's the magic that's the like, magic one that's yeah like one how I... much revenue do i need to be generating in order to justify spending 
what three thousand six hundred dollars a year on a keyword tool. Um, but that is how valuable it is. But also Google Ads, which you can get an account for free, has a keyword planner tool in there, um, which is also great to start doing some research. Um, so just to make sure that you know anyone listening, we can give them like go here, look here. <laughs> Um, get a free trial, work real hard for seven days, and then delete it because it will ask you for credit card information on the other stuff. But Google is free um, because Google knows that the more dependent you become on Google, the better Google will treat you. Um, But so, yeah, Zach, with with what you're doing, um, absolutely. And starting with those blogs and chaining them together will really help with, you know, site authority and with how Google interprets you. And hopefully... You know, if one day Average Fellows ranks number one page for the cur- the search coffee, I will I'll throw you a party, Zach. We're going to cruise, <laughs> dude. That that would be wild. To the just the being in the trenches, like because this this is really what it is. It's like being like creating a YouTube video and doing a blog post is or even producing a a podcast episode it's like in the trenches of like the internet web system right so like this is just laying foundations and like i'm I'm thinking like five years from now i'm looking at a youtube video and i'm not looking at the present day view count but i'm thinking five years from now that might be that might be ten thousand views i don't know which Mm -hmm. means i pitched ten thousand times or that some you know, at least, you know, a hundred of those people funneled their way through the website. So it's a bit of like, that's kind of like what's going on in the background, but I'm seeing mm-hmm. that the it's, that's where the value is like the time and effort of producing a piece of content, tagging it, tagging it and trying to get it, trying to build a, um, I think it's the, the thing I've said is a stronghold, trying to build a yeah. stronghold around a term or like a, a block. Like this is my average fellas, coffee, average fellas or average coffee one day. Average mm-hmm. coffee might be a huge game changer for me if I can get in there somehow, um, which would then be a lot of traffic because people are going to looking for what's the average kind of what's the average amount of coffee people drink. And somehow I rank for that. Like that's yeah, the coffee yeah. game that like eventually that could change the entire game about like how many times people show up to look at my website. Mm-hmm. Um, but building the stronghold has been like my thing. And um, I've been looking at a keyword planner trying and using that quite a bit. That's kind of been like the tool, the go-to and Google trends and trying yeah. to see like, how can I create something relevant on YouTube that might be searched, you know, a thousand times in the next year. So, um, it's, it's becoming such a weird world to live in. It is strange. <laughs> and I'm trying to identify more keywords that would help solidify my brand and that's kind of been like it's taken a while to understand the concepts but the what we're talking about here has been the eye opener to like you know locking down this part of my block you know Mm -hmm. or trying to create content that would somehow reinforce that that part of my block so yeah and you know you you got to carry people through sort of the stages of the customer journey right so like initially there's like discovery right so what do they see okay they're probably going to find you uh through social media or through podcast platforms or through those places where you're available for content and people are actively looking for it. Um, Google might be some of the harder battles to win, but the ones where you do win, people will search something that is relevant to you, get served up your website and then click into it. And now they're on your page and now they're moving from discovery to consideration. So it's like, how you know, where do you want to put your efforts? Um, I think for most people, it's like, just put it up front. 
for discovery because like if you do it well the consideration steps i think will follow um but it's it's definitely like you know you're fighting for impressions first right then you're fighting for like likes and clicks and then you're fighting for comments and now you're fighting for someone to like stay on your website for more than 10 seconds and now you're fighting for them to click add to cart and now you're fighting for them to actually fucking pay for it and then finish it um and then not cancel it before they get it like you're right so it, it divides up so quickly um but i think you know all that consideration stuff um is really where you can do a lot of the work uh, but if you have the keywords and everything in place like you do need the ecosystem ready so that when people do start showing up and do start searching average this average that um that you might start wrapping them in um and that when they get there and then you have to worry about like you know on time on site to close and how many people are closing and like oh do i need to pay five dollars more a month so i can have automated uh abandoned cart emails so i can recapture like 10 percent of the people you know so it's it's that whole that's such a that's such a and i know i've heard i've like definitely like being trying to in this you know understand this industry better like understand that there is an entire like department in Walmart dedicated to like getting the bounce rate down. And there's an entire department in Walmart. That's like, let's try and re email market these people we lost on this end. And su it's super t targeted. And you're like, or there might be like one yeah. guy who's like focusing that campaign, but still like, it's just like, wow, this, there is an entire like different game to web traffic. And it's, 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 it's world. It's, it's insane. Yeah. And oddly enough, Walmart is, is one of the worst at it. Um, they're very, they resist everything. They're based in like Arkansas, like they're wow. pen and paper for a long time. Like Walmart's actually super, like when Amazon really rose to ascendancy, like Walmart didn't know what the fuck to do and still doesn't know what to do. They're trying yeah. so hard. They've definitely hired like fleets, like legions of young people who know computers, like please fix this for us. Amazon's kicking our ass. Um, and I'm sure they're doing better now than they were, but uh, that's sorry to diverge there. Um, but one thing I did want to follow up with so I'm taking notes here. Um, when you had mentioned your blog, I just wanted to carry that through a couple extra steps uh, just for anyone who's less familiar. Um, this might be a little redundant to tell you guys, um, but some of the just basic stuff you can really lock down when you're using keywords and creating a blog post is to make sure that you're like your headers, your H1 and your H2 contain keywords are short, um, are relevant. You've got a couple of them throughout. You don't want your paragraphs to ever be too long. Uh, and you want to have like a thousand to fifteen hundred words. Like it's got to be a significant chunk of text. Some people think they can just do the blog game with like uh, overgrown tweets. That's not what it is. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, also making sure your metadata, uh, the little sub descriptions in there, also contain your keywords. Um, and, and you can get a little like once you start writing SEO stuff, you'll be like, oh, this is absurd. Like I'm just using the keyword every other line. Like there's some artistry to it. Don't do that. <laughs> using synonyms for things are okay. You know, you want like three to five occurrences of your keyword like throughout or whatever keywords you're trying to play with. Um, so really just making sure they exist in there, uh, I think is a, is a best practices thing for other people who would be listening to this. And Google understands what synonyms are. So like it knows, um, I'm trying to think of another word for coffee, but you know, it, <laughs> it, it knows like craft and like local, like it will start associating right, right. these things together. Um, I managed to not give a synonym in the time I was talking about synonyms. So I'm going to be haunted by that for the next 12 hours at least. <laughs> That's funny. Um, 
So, uh, any, did uh, anybody want to toss anything out? Any you want to toss anything else out there, Mark? Or did we get a chance to like kind of hit on whatever you were, you know, wanted to see? You know, I'm just the only other, the only thing, other thing. Would I, I would ask Daniel and you too, Zach. Like, how important do you think um, intent is when it comes to developing like your topic cluster? Like, these, this is my theme. These are the keywords that are, you know, ranking the high. This is this is what's bringing the people here specifically, the keywords, right? Mm-hmm. But I guess I'm curious about uh, how do you put yourself in the position of like the user searching for something specific? Like I wrote down like um, like how to start a podcast or how to start what you're doing, Daniel. Um, mm-hmm. Like if somebody searched how to start an online comic. They might mean like, how do I set up the website? And that's the results that they're actually looking for versus like, how do I draw page one? So do you guys have anything to say about like, about I think the word is intent. Like what is the yeah. intent of the user and how important is that to, to think about when you're developing your strategy? Um, I think it's huge to be considering. Um, it's definitely important. Um, you can sort of start with just like, uh, be good, be useful, like just to make sure you're serving up, like sort of no matter what someone's intention is that you're not wasting their time. Um, cause nowadays you're competing with literally everything at all seconds of the day for someone, uh, 10 seconds of attention. Um, so yeah, I think you can just start with like making sure that whatever you're putting out there is at least to someone sort of inherently useful. Um, if you're just sort of putting out sensationalized stuff, then you have to, you know, really tie it to a trend or something or to an outcome. Um, then you're sort of fighting in that arena. But I think also targeting specific stuff for intent, like I, you know, your social media posts, you can just be like, buy my coffee. Um, but you might not have as much luck with that as like showing how good your coffee looks, uh, like sort of Zach, what you're doing with some of the photography. Or, you know, a slow motion pour of the coffee. Like, maybe someone sees that and now they're triggered. They're like, oh, man, I need some I need some coffee right now. Um, so it, it's hard to say, like, what will get them to actually click through there um, and whether or not that will lead them to buy. But I think one of them is sort of selling just, like, the idea of average fellas. And the other one would be, like, please buy my coffee. I have a subscription. Buy it now. Um, and there's a lot of steps in between that. So you could... Like, I think, Zach, you've done some YouTube videos sort of, like, comparing your coffee to other coffees, which is a great thing to be doing so that you can sort of ride in the wake of some of their traffic if someone searches, like, Blue Bottle or Starbucks, um, you know, just to name some big ones. So I think I think a general rule of thumb, uh, to try and answer your question here, Mark, would just be whatever content you create, make sure it is, to some degree, useful or entertaining or that it can stand on its own, but then to add, to fold intent into it and be like, okay, right now I'm having a hard time at the top of my funnel. I need more discovery. I need people to be seeing my stuff. Um, it doesn't, like, I'm not quite where I need to be yet in order to get them to like start. Uh, like I don't have the whole community yet to start pitching them on other things. So I'll just start, I'll be putting things out there. Like the podcast is great for that, I'd imagine. Um, is you just have these huge chunks of content that people can sort of come at and listen to, um, and then all the social engagement around that. Um, but yeah, I think at, at every level it is a little different. So even when it's like, 
how would you get people to listen to the podcast versus how would you get people to buy coffee, um, I think are two very different battles. Um, and it, yeah, I, I don't think I've quite given you a great answer, but I, it, I, it, I, I think that's, it's a tricky question ultimately. And it's very specific to what people are, are doing themselves. It, it's in the intent has to, here, like the there's when you're doing like for me, I'm trying to get my my offer in short and sweet and I'm not trying to like make the big deal about the coffee when I'm on the podcast. Right. So when I pitch, it's it's less than a minute. So I'm not wasting somebody's time. And that way they know that like, hey, man, like I have something in return. If you enjoyed this, you want to support the podcast and you can you can jump in in the coffee club, you know, I'm such a fan of coffee. I just wanted to put this out there in the world. And now if you enjoy my content, you know, sub to this, to this coffee subscription, that's part of it. You know, it's sort of kind of like a Patreon sort of idea, but I don't want, I didn't want to break into the Patreon world. I want to sort of run it myself and manage it myself. And I thought doing it this way might be better, but, um, and then, but being on YouTube, the intent is there too, where it's like, Hey, like I'm creating content where it's like unboxing videos because I know that there's traffic around there and I'm not lying to anybody. Like this is the average fellow's gimmick is like, Hey, we're learning this. We're learning this and we're showing it to the world. And why am I making unboxing videos? Because there's traffic there. And it, I have a coffee subscription. I'm learning about subscription and scaling it, you know, wanting to scale it. So why not buy subscription boxes and see what they're doing. So it all kind of works together in the ecosystem. The intent is there when people start watching the content, they're starting to learn like the overall idea about it is like super like meta. It's so weird. So it's very, it's a very hard sell. It's a very hard sell. Like you got to get somebody into your ecosystem and by doing web solutions, that's and being called average fellows it's like trying to break down the walls there's like some stigma about doing something online you have to be smart mm-hmm. you have to be a genius and i'm like hey well you can learn these things like the way i'm learning it and we're we're putting it out there in the universe and then we're tracking our progress and we're we're going back at it with a new strategy so um there is the well, intent and, and there's a lot of elitism in those fields sort of oddly enough and pretension uh with coffee and with web stuff which is sort of interesting so yeah i feel like for you zach really just kind of breaking down those barriers is some of the best uh, most interesting stuff which is great because yeah you you come across so much nonsense in both coffee and digital (laughs) (laughs) yes so it's like it's like let me let me expose like let me expose the gimmick to you guys like and like in Along the way, like my my sister is having really huge success with this Instagram thing that she's doing, and it's because I've learned some things on how to like post something on Instagram and make it like target the audience specifically. This goes back to the reels, right? The intent with the reels too is like learning oh, yeah. that I can't serve up a piece of content without serving that that audience, and that's where you get there's the intent right there is like how do you best serve the audience to be one that they love it, they love the content, and it's relevant to them because I can't like serve coffee to web solution dudes. The mm-hmm. idea, there's no intent there. That's the, that's what I'm fishing for trying to get them to buy my coffee. But if I was like, Hey, this is how you craft a custom button on Google sites, you know, and then they go to my website and they're like, Oh man, he's selling coffee there too. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's the little bit of that. That's what I kind of feel like. That's how I, the intent is there, but the, also the offers there, the soft offer at least, you know, yeah, you're in a weird place, Zach, where your existence is like proof of concept and like it's it's all wrapped in, like you'd mentioned, sort of a weird meta way. Yeah. Where it's like, 
is this is this is the podcast come to life um and of course we're selling you a coffee subscription like why would you be surprised by that look at what we're doing um which is kind of interesting so your own website is like look we did this and now we're offering it uh, to you so you are your best sort of review um it's like if people get to your website or your social or see things and they're like oh this looks great uh then immediately everything you're offering um is given a little more heft uh it's like if you go to this is less prominent now uh, this is definitely dating myself but um you know for the last like five ten years you go to some websites and be like holy shit how does this exist <laughs> like uh, this like 1990 Windows 97 looking thing. Like, what is this doing here? I think yes. Wix and Squarespace and other places really did away with that problem. But that used to be a thing. I remember going to websites and be like, oh, no, I'm not buying this. Like, before Amazon completely dominated the ecosystem. But yeah, you got to gotta look the part for sure. And I think Average Fellows is, is killing it there. Um, but I... you know what would be, maybe not for this call, but for a future call, it almost feels like we should set up or take like a real example or make like invent a fake company and like walk it through the steps of like what this could look like. And like, okay, so here's your step one, build the, the foundation to your, your city or to your apartment or, or whatever metaphor we end up going with. Um, and just like, okay, now, and now you've done all that, like here's social, like here's how to engage with the discovery phase, the consideration, uh, the action. Um, and just sort of flush it out a little more. Sorry, my my, I finally had some like caffeine, and my wheels are now turning. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of like I don't know if like some of the content I'm trying to put on YouTube is like, you know, those are the thoughts come to life, right? Where I'm like, hey, how can I explain this on like a Jamboard and like try to just throw it out there, right? Um, so like, def for sure, I'm gonna like kind of I'm gonna go back to listen to this, try to pull a nugget out of it that like I can see like, okay, this is what. Let me explain this. Let me show. Let me show how this works. Or try to like put this out there to expand the, uh, I guess, like the reality of like how it works. I don't know. I don't know. How to exp no, I think I it's, get you. Yeah. So it, it's just one of the things too. Like so, going back to like one of the things that you talked about, Mark. You were talking about like trying to like capture like um, um, trying to ride a wave of traffic with whatever's trending. So that sent me down the idea of like, well, what do I figure out? How do I figure out what's trending? And then I came across Google trends, you know, yeah. this is changing the game. Now this is like giving me a, a, a target of like where, um, what, what the, what the value of this keyword is, or this content's going to be over the next six months. So if I invest mm -hmm. in this now, what is, what's the potential click through rate on this word or like search word on this word, but then, also, I can project, I can then look at December and know that this word coffee is going to start trending in October, November, December because it's winter time where I may have not have thought of creating content around that, you know, so like uh, in the discussion of talking about like how we how do we track trending things or whatever. I know you're talking about like creating like this cool like Python script to understand Twitter. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that advanced yet, but like, I was like, how can I figure that out? How could I break that down for a second? So I think the first step for me is like looking at maybe trying to like look at a few words that like coffee and looking at how I can create content that would follow a monthly or follow a yearly planner according to that trending mm -hmm. word too. Um, and seeing how that yeah. works with web stuff, what web solutions, if those there's any overlap in those seasons or something. 
Which in yeah, Christmas there will be. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great, especially with something as well-defined as coffee. Like, the trends you can look up will have stood the test of time because uh, they'll have been digging, like, been working with them for years and years and years. Um, but I think back to what Mark was saying, when you're planning that out, like to have clusters of keywords, to have these sort of topic clusters to focus what you're saying um, and to make sure that you're working with that so you're always sort of strengthening your inbound game. Because um, a lot of what we've been talking about today falls under you know inbound marketing. Like what can you do so people can find you and come to you more so than like how much money do I have to pay to get a thousand people on my website that matter? Um, so it's like if you can do this and really lock this down, like this is, I think, where people's efforts should be uh, up front. And then it's like, okay, once you've done that well for some time, have a proven track record, you've tested, you know, you've done some bad, you've, you've had some bad ideas, you've tested them out, you've gotten rid of them, you've cleared out the cobwebs, you know, you've tried some dumb stuff, you've you've done a, a twerking video, uh, you've, <laughs> you've tried, you know, now you're ready. Now you've done it, you've seen some the needle move a little bit. Um, all of this stuff, all this inbound stuff can take a lot of time. You might not see change week over week, but if you look, hopefully month over month, uh, you know, three to six months later that you're in a different sort of bracket or at least have moved significantly upward or, you know, up and to the right. Definitely, man. That's kind of been like with the Google Analytics for me right now, um, trying to like maximize the average time the user stays on page or the specific pages mm -hmm. that they stay on. And I keep going, it keeps, I, what it makes me aware of is like how much, how much information am I, am I serving them and how valuable is this to the user? Because then I also look yeah. at retention too with the podcast and stuff. So there's all these little pieces what? to it that like pieces to the puzzle that you have to sort of solve and be like, how do I maximize the performance of this? Which yeah. has been a whole new like world that I've, you know, absolutely loved to get have been get, getting into and like cha blowing my mind. You know, like how do you what can you physically do? And like a, like the landing page of like when people first like show up and like what, what's here? How, like I've seen that like however I design that page, I've seen like those numbers change like dramatically sometimes where I'm like, yeah. whoa, that's insane. So it's just a weird world to be living in. Well, it's and 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 something that can be important to figure out. Um, is if you go into, I'll just say the the path, maybe that will help. But if you go into like behavior in Google Analytics and like site content, all pages, view full report, you can filter by exit percentage. So you can see like, oh, is there one page that they leave from all the time? Like is the exit rate of this page 100%? Like, okay, what is wrong with this page? Everyone that goes there leaves the website. <laughs> um, or you can start like narrowing it down. Like sometimes you find you know that you you can forget while you're architecting the site that there will be these little dead zones that like someone can go into a gallery and there's no easy button to go back and it's easier to leave the site than to continue digging um another great system i don't know how expensive it is is Hotjar, uh, which is a little script you can install on your website um and it tracks like you can see how people engage with it like it will record their sessions so you can sit there and watch hours and hours of people using your website Wow. And clicking around, and when you see real people using it, sometimes you're like, "Oh man, people are dumb. I got to change this. The button's got to be bigger. That's got to be no button. Less text here. Uh, this page scrolls too much. People don't have the attention for that. I got to move the call to action up higher." Um, yeah, 
like I'm really curious how expensive Hotjar is. If there's oh, there's a free trial. Oh, I gotta um, jump off. To- Oh, All right, Mark. Well, I appreciate you joining the call, man. That um, but yeah, I would recommend if it's expensive, I feel bad, but uh, at least getting into Google Analytics and being like, okay, what are the, the exit rates? And then you can start auditing your own sort of stuff. Um, I feel like I've used the word audit too much. You can start digging into the data and <laughs> analyzing it. Um, but yeah, no, I, your site's changed radically over the last couple of months. It's looking yeah, fantastic. Yeah, dude. It, it, there's a lot of stuff that's been going into there that's, you know, having to like take it into consideration. Because I was thinking about building a whole entire studio site, right? But yeah. Um, it, it just, I, the, <laughs> it, it's just a little hard to kind of like do a whole entire second one, launch an entire second campaign, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. how do if I'm already talking about web solutions, I need to like maybe change that to studio solutions, which I think is the next step, which is going to evolve, yeah. right? Because I think that's more, more of the stuff that I'm like more have more expertise in is actually like, you know, like uh, um, actually manifesting something out there. You know, that's more of my thing. So the mm-hmm. the web stuff is. Is it's all incorporated into this production house sort of idea, um, because that's what you have to do to be competitive today, man. If you don't know how to put a website together, it's it's insane. Yeah. Like it's just so it's uh, crazy. And it's, I mean, I know I understand that it, it is now easier than it has ever been. But for anyone that's I think dug around in any of those sort of Wix type places, it can be. It's almost sometimes it's like too simple, and it can be incredibly frustrating at times. Um, so like actually like dealing with it and putting it together well, cause now the version of like the ni- windows 97 website is like getting somewhere and just like the most boilerplate, uh, Wix template you've ever seen. And it's like, ah, yeah. you, you fuck this, <laughs> which is, which has been, which has been like a, a huge eye opener to me too, because there's a lot of, there's mm-hmm. a lot of stores that I've seen that are like way bigger names on, on something like a Shopify website. I'm thinking yeah. like, wow, well, I can definitely, I can definitely create a website that looks better than a Shopify website, definitely. Mm-hmm. And like these people are making, they're they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue. So yeah. the, who, like, how, who am I, who am I trying to prove? What am I trying to prove to myself? Right? I don't have to be mm-hmm. absolute best, but if if the, some time and investment and design can be like the strong points that I have that I focus in on, right? Like, what can I use yeah. my design elements to like elevate what I'm doing and um, that sort of kind of like plays into it all together. Um, but it's also, you know, part of it is like, you know, building the platform because it's part of the business. It's, it becomes this thing where it's like, you know, I can like, there's a, who's an artist out there who needs to get something done, who needs to get an album cover done. I actually just had an offer for now for someone uh, talking about doing an album cover. And I was like, well, dude, I can take portraits and I can do a lot of Photoshop stuff. So let me get a crack at it. you know, and um, yeah. so there's, a, there's, I have, I've, I'm, I'm, you know, that's a job that came up that's manifested out of this website. Right. So it's, there's, there's, that's kind of my dream is right. You know, if I could, this is my own self-sustaining self, my own, my own business, and I can mm-hmm. uh, use my creative ability to also do something for somebody else or even show them how to do it. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's turning into whole, it's turning into a world of its own. And I think there's, there's something here. That's the only reason why I'm like, I'm getting super, um, excited about it and digging in even more and learning these things like how to you know a campaign you know on 
trying to get to rank for a certain keyword is to me it's the game of the century now you know like this is this yeah. is where it's led me to where i'm like there's this is nothing more exciting than trying to like dominate in something on on this you know it's like a game it really is like a chess match i don't know <laughs> yeah no, I, I definitely feel that um yeah it's it, it's a battle um and i feel like I, i'm coming at it from a couple different angles so it, it's almost more fun to talk about the other stuff because <laughs> i feel like all the the prep work you can do and starting and and just whenever there are those like easy things that you can just do a little better, like, you know, make the site better, make this better. Like that's a place where you, there are a lot of little victories to win and that feels really good. And then once you get everything to a place, then it's like the real uphill work starts. Um, yeah. and I feel like, um, yeah, I've just got a lot of uphill work ahead of me right now. <laughs> um, but hopefully, you know, we got to, cause for the, for average files, you use Google sites. I use so, Google sites. It's a okay. free it's a free platform to build on and then I just pay twelve dollars a year to for my domain. Nice. And then yeah, um, we we just went with the cheapest one we could find, which was like Weebly, which is not something I hear about ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've been thinking about moving transitioning off of Weebly. So maybe Google Sites is something I'll need to look into because we gotta we're getting up close to needing to redo some stuff. So I mean, it's, there's it's, it's so much work. <laughs> there's, I mean, it's, I can, I know how to like turn that thing inside out. It's crazy. Like I've, I've definitely okay. done some crazy things with it. Like, and it's, it's a simple, it's a simple interface to use, to build. It's a simple platform to use, which yeah. I'm already like, I love Google so much. I'm like becoming a Google slave myself, you know, just becoming yeah. this thing. And, um, it, I couldn't ask for a better tool because it's inter it interfaces with YouTube and Google drive. So there's yeah. so much, there's so much, like, I just have to take pictures on my phone, upload it to Google drive. I can upload it straight to the website there if I need to, you know, I can do things that are just, I, you know, do graphics on my computer, upload to Google drive on my computer. I can, mm -hmm. you know, swap pictures in and out directly from the drive. And, um, so there's a lot oh, of, nice. there's a you could even stack drive accounts and associate them with the same website. So there's a lot of things that you can do with this. And then that's why the YouTube channel is becoming such a, a cool, like little tool because you can embed those into your, into your Google drive, um, and into your, um, Google site, which, okay. you know, and I think for a small business, like somebody out there who's like, you know, who has a small, like what, I don't know, whoever has a, even restaurants could build an amazing website on this, you know, an amazing oh, yeah, website. I if if a restaurant has survived the entire pandemic without having their fucking menu easy to find I'm, yes i'm impressed the amount of places i've looked up where i'm like how can i not through any system find what you sell for food like this is how this works now please put it there <laughs> exactly so that shows me there's a market for this there's a market for a google sites you know so I, it's it's just becoming more of a thing and i have there's a few there's a few people that are in the following in the audience that are, you know, they're strictly coming back because of the Google stuff that I th talk about, you know, the Google site yeah. stuff, little Canva, like free creation stuff, because it, it started off like that uh, in the beginning. Canva's, Canva's huge. Um, Canva is probably for like 90% of people all you need. It's like, if you need Adobe, like Adobe is the shit. It's super powerful. Once you start knowing how to use it, I think it's a fun series of programs. Uh, even when I hate them, I still have fun playing Adobe. <laughs> Yeah, but, 
can canva being free for like 90 percent of the population like just go use canva it's it's great it's easy to do um they have so many damn templates and things like uh, i can't recommend that enough even though i do not personally use it but yeah i'm looking at google sites now and i'm thinking about i gotta look into how to transfer my domain over but i'm wondering like if it's easier for like google tags google tag manager with google sites if it just like understands things better so you um... can I, 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 so that's the thing that I've, I haven't completely dived into yet. I started, I started yeah. my tag manager account. I haven't di- dived into that yet. You know, baby steps for me. That's probably oh, yeah. a, um, but I did get like, um, there's like a key tag that I need to put on my website and like load mm-hmm. it into the header. Um, um, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but I started it. Didn't, didn't get, didn't quite finish that yet. Um, but I yeah. need to keep working through that um but it's just for me it's like I, i'm even listening to the google um podcast and and on their on their youtube channel oh, getting as much as the uh even listening to their office hours because there's so many little nuggets in there on like how to like you know like for me i have two different cities two different towns listed on my website now and they're two different pages because the studio is located somewhere completely different than you know, where my actual website is, but I'm actually looking at the traffic and I'm seeing that there is an increase, you know, local traffic like zone now. And I'm learning these things from just listening to the office hours. Like, you know, where, where, where are you oh, going nice. to put your text at on your webpage, you know, and stuff. And then actually watching like three weeks later, watch me rank differently or watch the description change. And it'd be like, Whoa, that is crazy. So Google's pretty good on that. It, it responds pretty quickly. Okay. Cause yeah, I, basically with with tag manager um it's mostly just kind of building out actions on your website that you can track so like events um and it can just help for building out like a bit of a funnel um because what what is your e-commerce done through uh through paypal through paypal okay but that's just all natively on on the on google sites uh, so basic, no, uh, go, yeah. So Google sites has a, they have an embed option for you. And the thing about PayPal is that they will give you an HTML code, um, for any, you can create different buttons. You can create different, um, you know, buy through menus like the subscription or like a, mm-hmm. a paywall where like once you pay a certain dollar amount, um, a downloadable file will be sent to you. So there's so many, there's different like variations of these different little functions that you can get a code for an HTML code okay. for from PayPal. You can take that to Google sites, you can embed it in there and then it'll give you several options on how you, the embed will look on the page. Sure. And then you can kind of choose oh, yeah. from there. I'm playing around on your site as we're, as we're talking. So yeah, it, it is just sort of immediate purchase. Okay. I say that like I haven't bought the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've definitely filled this out once. I guess I just didn't think about it. So, you know, it's, it's definitely, a, it's a weird, it's a, it's a cool little, it solves a problem that I think mm-hmm. the average user or the person out there that wants to create some sort of e-commerce part of to their website it demonstrates it on my website right like hey like we can put this on your website you can do this to your website like if you need to put like something out there there's more buttons available the coffee subscription was born out of that mean, what other what i don't know what else to sell man i love coffee so you know so these little pieces have to you know i'm 
in my process of learning how to put something together out on the internet, this has been a part of it, right? So if I can prove my my sales track record or whatever, I'm scaling subscriptions, you know, that information mm -hmm. is valuable to people out there. And so learning it, bring it yeah. to the podcast and showing other people, hey man, this is how we can sort of strategize or create a campaign to help or support or even launch that for you. That's my goal. Oh yeah. That feels I mean, like a great, <laughs> anyways man i think we've been we've been chatting here for about 45 45 minutes almost 50 minutes here man um hey i really enjoyed the talk man um next week though or next time not next week but in a couple weeks two two every other week we'll keep continuing out this chat um i want you to bring a question to the table man i feel like you've been given a lot of a lot of knowledge bombs and like you know i'm trying to like help you out here i'm give some of my practical oh, yeah. advice but uh next week if you want to bring it bring it bring a question to the table and we'll definitely answer yours first and we'll get to that one because i um i i know mark has uh he, last week he i last time we chatted i felt like he got like half a question out and we just kept talking so it's like wait what was the rest yeah. of it so um this time we'll definitely give you a give you a shot to just go ahead and throw yours out there and then like see what we can what we can uh throw at throw out your question if we have any valuable information that might help you man but, yeah, definitely. Um, um, it'll, it'll probably be about the comic because I think that's probably more applicable to most people, more so than like uh, an enterprise level SaaS company <laughs> or <laughs> HR solution. I, like, you know, well, <laughs> speaking of that, I also have a contact for a regional sales director for a point of sales system. Um, so, um, definitely the kind of guy I want to get on the podcast to join the chat because he's got a lot of good, um, techniques on like different, you know, tracking different offers and like what an offer can do to your traffic, you know, like changing the, yeah. maybe it might be a soft purchase at first that then opens up to like a deeper commitment to something. Right. So these are the kind of things that he, he might bring to the table, which I'm hoping for. So, uh, keep that, keep the, you know, keep your fingers crossed. I can get that guy oh, to, yeah, that, to do it. <laughs> yeah. That, that kind of thing's always fantastic to have is just because that's probably what most people's issue is online isn't so much about it's just about selling things you know like we need to make more money how do we make more money using the internet yeah <laughs> um we we thought this fad was going to go away and now 40 years later it's it hasn't <laughs> dude i um, know right <laughs> but yeah so i that's something i'm definitely looking into myself is we're now that like the comic is almost real, we're looking at like, oh fuck, these are our margins and these are the fees we have to pay. And this is what we're selling this on. And this is how much all of our damn uh, shipping materials cost. And like, okay, how, how can we, how many of these things do we have to sell to make enough money to make another comic? Because currently, uh, Rosin the Big Man is on the free money train, uh, uh, which is not a... <laughs> not an easy train to stay on yeah dude tell <laughs> me about like, it man yeah you we got the funding from big tobacco uh which is crazy to me uh but then even like we signed up for the bank account and it's like leave this much money in the account and you get 300 dollars. like yeah free money and we signed up for <laughs> paypal the other day and they're like here's five dollars and we're like ah to the fucking moon we go <laughs> dude that's the way to I'm go like, man i yeah, think so if we I mean, like, do you, I mean, you can live in the PayPal ecosystem and get a subscription model going for your comic book, dude. Like, imagine, like, if you can scale that yourself in-house somehow, you know, yeah. you get 10,000. If you get 1,000 people subscribe to your comic book, that would be, that's the world right there, you know? Like, yeah, it's 1,000 
that's a thousand people reoccurring you know who probably love the comic book who are invested in it somehow i mean obviously i'm gonna be once you know if we can build a subscription like website for you to launch a comic dude like i'm, I'm about it <laughs> yeah no we're we're absolutely trying to figure out what because a lot of our initial plan was to or a lot of our current plan is to outsource as much of it as we can to amazon um even though amazon is evil and we should not do that um, <laughs> we <laughs> Uh, it's like Amazon's internal ad tools can be real effective for something like a comic book. Um, so we got to figure out how much, like what can we sell on our website that's cool uh, and sort of exclusive so that we're making a bunch of money on something that has a super high margin. So like, can we make like some sick posters, like, like some really cool stuff. Like those aren't that expensive to make. Whereas like hoodies can get a little expensive, like some right. stuff gets expensive. Um, so it's like, how can we bring people cool stuff that's, cheap to make that helps keep us sustainable um because artists are fucking expensive <laughs> yes yeah um, and i i have not been paid for the comic yet so i'm hoping to make the comic successful enough so that it can pay me um so you know what working for free for six and a half years now so <laughs> dude yeah man so it's, it's a labor we'll of there. love definitely man that's and the one th one thing I can say though is like I'm I'm excited for like every step of the way like I'm 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 excited for every seeing it you know seeing it go every step of the way man so we're gonna keep oh, yeah. and when I when we actually launch like a, a real website that has like meaningful analytics I should start recording some stuff and like actually have like this is what we did on Instagram this is what we did here this is like that would probably be useful and interesting to see like actually getting into some of the data. Um, because sometimes it can be hard to have some of these conversations without, like, sort of scrolling through a bunch of different dashboards and screens. Like, right. this is what we're talking about specifically. Um, and this is, you can see here that the data is actually moving. Um, hopefully with, with the comic, it does move. <laughs> hopefully it can be a good case study and not a bad one. Right, dude. I know, man. That's So that's another thing, too. Like, that's another thing why I want to create this content is because, like, you mm – -hmm. Some of this, some of this stuff is just—it's just not out there. It's just not out there. Like the conversation that yeah. we're having, you know. So I don't know. Some I haven't found resources that talk about you know getting to chat and doing this kind of stuff yet. But like I'm thinking that I mean I'm sure there's a new there's a new platform called Clubhouse. I'm sure that's probably taking place now. But um, mm. my, my thoughts were just like you know like I need to somehow get I need to create a, a place where. Um, answers can be discovered and the listeners yeah. also kind of get this sense of hope that hey man like there is something there's a nugget of gold in there that might lead to the next you know the next breakthrough in the website or whatever so that's kind of like what it's been like yeah. that's the way i've kind of looking at it right um but at the same time like you know me being the the <laughs> the content creator kind of dude um i feel like sometimes my maybe maybe my nuggets are a little bit more <laughs> not necessarily as golden yet but uh um i will yeah. tell you that these instagram reels man i'm definitely i'm unlocking some things there it is okay. it has become it's becoming it's becoming a wild ride man um I'll have, so i'll have to ask you some more questions about that because josh is in like wyoming for the next five weeks so it's like as soon as you told me sort of the Instagram real stuff and I did some research, I'm like, Oh, this would be great. Like, like time lapses of drawing or something. Yeah. And now he's gone. And I can't just be like, Josh, film yourself drawing. Um, he spilled <laughs> wine on a page last night. That son of a bitch. Oh no. Uh, they're all originals. Now one has a wine stain. So we'll auction that off <laughs> on Kickstarter. Oh man. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be amazing. 
Wow. Yep. Anyways, man. I, hey, I I got a meeting here in six minutes. So I sure. Definitely, man. Hey, I appreciate you joining the podcast, man. Like always, uh, we'll catch up again, man, for sure. Oh, yeah. And next week I will have some questions because I, I live in such a specific corner of this data universe now that even for me, all this shit with like Rosin the big man is uh, I'll keep everything. Like, so I'll, I'll, I have some questions. Uh, Sweet, we'll try man. to move it back to that direction um, and get, get Mark talking a little more. Definitely, man. Awesome. (laughs) Hey, man. Well, anyways, May the 4th be with you, dude. May the 4th be with you, man. Oh, that's why it's coming out tomorrow. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. The whole world has been turning into Star Wars advertisements, and I'm like, damn, you know what I am. You know what I am inside. (laughs) All right, man. Well, I'll definitely catch you later, bro. Have a good one. You too. Anyways, that uh, concludes our conversation, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Average Fellas Podcast. Once again, drop by the website, www.averagefellas.com for your specialty craft roast coffee. Or if you need a graphic or website, uh, we can help you with that. That's what we do. We're in the business of, uh, of web solutions, studio solutions. Uh, you heard it here in the podcast first, guys. We're, uh, we're taking it back for the Average Fellas, guys. We're trying to uh, learn some things on the internet so that way we can uh, live the life that we've always wanted. You know what I'm saying? Do something that we enjoy. Do something that we love. Something that we're passionate about serve others you know and make a living doing it you know and that's kind of my dream so here we are doing the podcast doing what i love trying to be useful to the world out there all right guys hey take it easy